Tales from Edra podcast, episode two. Hello and welcome to the very dodgy sounding Tales from Edra podcast. This is number two and it's the monthly show that delves into the underbelly of writing, fantasy, creativity and the business side of things. My name is Ken Boiter, otherwise known as K.R. Boiter, and I'm a fantasy author, actor, and the creator of Tales from Edra, and the co-creator and host of the fantasy YouTube channel, The Bottled M. You can support the show by going to www.patreon.com slash K.R. Boiter, and Boiter is spelt B-O-Y-T-E-R. You can choose your pledge level. There's lots of rewards to be had, plus you can gain early access to this podcast and to all future projects. Lots of people have done so, so far, why not join them? But joining me today is an actress and a writer and an all-round good egg. That was rubbish, wasn't it? Anyway, it's Katie Sheridan. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Are you really? <laughs> I'm a bit poorly, but I'm all right. You're I'm all right. She, yeah. Yes, Katie has very kindly agreed to do this podcast, even though she's a little bit poorly. But uh, before we go any further, let's have a word from our sponsor. This month's Tales from Edra podcast is sponsored by Witch, the Consumer Rights Association, reviewing products and services for all your Wiccan needs. So welcome back. Yes, now I like to do, now this is the second podcast that we've done. The first one was uh, with Vicky Holden Swindon. Swinton, she's changed her name. You really need to learn her name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, getting married is confusing. It is. Just keep the same name. It is. It's not old-fashioned. Why do you have to change your name? <laughs> but I like to talk about the drink. Because we're in a pub, we are we are coming we are. from the George Pub in Windsor. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Big it up. Big up, Windsor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the posh people out there. Yeah. Um, and I, what, what drink have you ordered? I've got a water because I'm a sickly, <laughs> sickly child. That I've is got true. A water. So when I planned these podcasts, I thought, yeah, I know it'd be great. It'd be quite fun to talk about the drink you know, that we've, we've got from the, maybe it's a local ale or some cider. No, no, no. both Vicky and you <laughs> have plumped for water. I, on the other hand, went for Devon Red Cider. Mm, yeah. Sounds very... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very nice. Yes. Very nice. You're not an expert on no, cider. No, I don't you? know anything about no. it. No. Well, it is very cheeky. It's um, it's it's a mixture. It's a bit dry and a bit sweet. Okay. So I'm just gonna have a little sip now. <sighs> yeah, very nice. Very I like nice. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sound effects. Yeah. Well, it's radio, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um. So yes. Yeah, so there we go. So I thought. Yeah. Obviously. As an actress and a writer, that's something that I do. Yeah. I don't know how well I do it, but I do it. Did you say as an actress and a writer? Yeah, that's as an actress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm an actress. I'm an actress. <laughs> I'm an actress, darling. Well, it's gender neutral now. Well, though, isn't there it? you go. Yeah. So yeah, I thought we'd have um, because I know a lot of actors and actresses and writers. Um, I thought it'd be good to have because uh, Vic is an actress. Yeah. She's also a storyteller and she's also a writer. So you've got things in common. Oh. So I thought that it would be interesting because we talked to Vicky about her past, not her shady past, not her dodgy <laughs> past. Yeah. 
but just her, her, you know, how she got into her profession. Yeah. So I'm going to be very lazy and ask the same question. How did you get into do acting? And, what, and what's your favourite colour? Huh, <laughs> my favourite colour? Oh. oh, there you go. That nice. wasn't... That wasn't me blowing off. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> we've just actually we've just had a pub, we just had pub dinner. We have. It was very, very nice. nice. Actually, you can talk about that. What, what did you have for that? I had the fish and chips. Fish and chips. With min- mushy peas. Mushy peas. Did nice. you eat all of it? No, Kenneth. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. But be quiet, because I'm on Slimming World. I I had the oh, burger yeah, and chips, didn't I? Which oh, was yeah. really nice. So if you're looking for a nice pub in Windsor that do lovely food. We can recommend the George, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So yeah, sorry, we were rudely interrupted by a loud motorcyclist. Yeah. So, so how did happened? I get into yeah, it? Yeah, what happened? Okay, so I started off, I really always loved singing and dancing. It was something I always wanted to do. Okay, and were you a precocious child, were you? I don't think I was overly <laughs> precocious. Actually, I was quite shy in a lot okay. of ways, but I was always very into singing and dancing. I I really love watching Rod Jane and Freddie. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, Rod Jane and Freddie? I really think that Rod Jane and Freddie are pretty much the reason <laughs> I ended up going into acting. Yeah. Do you know what? That, that's them. the same for me, but for me it was Zippy. Oh, Rainbow. Yeah, I love Zippy. Rainbow as well. I wanted to be Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> and some people would wish that there is a zip on my mouth. <laughs> so shut me up. <laughs> no. I not be silenced. So you saw, how old were you then? Oh, About really eight young. or nine? No, no. I mean, I younger, six. Younger, I mean, I, yeah. still, I still sometimes watch it now. But <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite episode then? Uh, there's an episode that was called Tricks of the Trade. <laughs> okay. And it had... I think you showed me this. Yeah, one. I think I did show you it. And it's got Rod yeah. singing... Um, there's a song in it called Little Dancer. And Jane's behind a screen and a ballet tutu. That's the one. And he's singing this song about Little Dancer. Yeah. And it's the most magical little number. It, 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 I bloody love it. Show. Yeah, for a yeah. kids show. Uh, and I watched it, you know, probably about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, because I showed it to you, you I did. think. Yeah. Yeah. She, you forced me to watch I it. I did, yeah. And um, it was actually quite emotional. It really is. And they, 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 don't, they, they don't treat it like it's a kids show. No, they were very talented. Yeah. You went to like... I don't know the name. The, the, you but know, they like went the equivalent to of Rada, but for musical people. Yeah. Like they went to a, a musical thing, you know. Yeah. And and Magic. they were they were married. Jane and Rod were married, and then they oh. got divorced, and then she ended up with Freddie. But oh. they were all good friends. This is like ABBA. I know. Like what? <laughs> but they were all good friends. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think there's dirt to be dug up about that. There's probably dirt to be dug. But yeah, basically, I watched them. And I, I used to watch it at my nan's house in Portsmouth, uh-huh. and uh, and then I had it at home as well. I'd watch it when I get back from nursery and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I used to sing along to the songs. I also really like the Wizard of Oz. I used to <laughs> oh, sing along doesn't? to that, and uh, I two, had a little two dog. Two giants of, of, of the industry: Rod Jane and Freddie and Julie Garner. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a weird combination. Yeah, no, but um, it's whatever inspires you. Yeah, that's true. You know, talking to dogs. Talking There's to a dogs. little dog here. Dog in the no. Pole. Hello, Once, like when I was, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't remember. Oh, 
So I remember Jason Donovan doing Yeah, he did it. I didn't do it But that him. was after. That was, I think that was probably so after, yeah. Who, who, what was the guy called again? Richard Swearin. So he was the original one? Or? He was, well, I don't know if he's the very original, but he was right. the one doing it when I was young. Uh, okay. And I did it with, we did it at Windsor, we did it at Wimbledon, did it at Woking. Right. All the W's. <laughs> Where else the is the W? Um, I've run out now. W's. W's, yeah. Where? Worthing, but we didn't do it Worthing. there. I've done panto there, though. Oh, no, you haven't. Oh, yes, I have. You see, and that's why we're professional actors. Fast. You see, that's so sharp. So sharp. Okay, cool. So, so through your inspiration of Rod Jennifer, I love that. Yeah. Right? So who's been in... Rod Jennifer Freddy. Rod Jennifer Freddy. Um, yeah, and, and, and obviously Julie Garden. And Wizard of Oz is such a magical film. Like, and no wonder yeah. you could fall in love with that, definitely. And then, so you then just really enjoyed all the dancing and the singing. Yeah, I always, I think really early on. And you just thought, that's what I, I wanted to do. I felt like that's what I wanted to do, yeah. was sing, dance, act. I think 
I love dancing. I'm not that great at it, but I love it. Right. I, just, I love having a boogie. And I think when I was younger, I wanted to sing. That was really what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And then as it went on, I became more into the acting. Right. And. And was, were you singing made me shy. Were well, you steered you know. into that more? No, not really. No, it's just sort of the way it went. It's sort of. Yeah. I mean, with Babette Langford's, you know, with the young set, we used to do a lot of cabarets and we'd sing at the uh, Dorchester Hotel and things like that. Okay. Variety club, so, you know. Right. And then through her, I got in a show at Sadler's Wells, like a pan, like a, a theatrical pantomime. Oh no. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> but you're not. You weren't really meant to call it a pan. It was Dick Whittington, oh, okay. but it was more like a musical show. There was a bit of a thing we weren't allowed to call it a pantomime. That's hilarious. It was it's up market. Up market. Gillian Lynn was the choreographer. Oh, okay. She's very well known. Okay, good. Yeah. That's my um, ignorance there. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so. And then through that, through doing that show at Sadler's Wells, I got that's when I got my children's agent. And then you got your children's agent. I got with Jackie Palmer's. Saw, yeah. yeah. And who Jackie? Jackie Palmer's. Yeah, okay. with my children's agent, and, and they got me a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do, very did good. you want to talk about stuff? Yeah. What there? did they get? What did you get? I got. Um, they got. Well, the main thing they they got me lots of TV bits and bobs. So I did like Casualty and Waking the Dead and all that kind okay. of thing. Okay. And how old were you then? Like thirteen. Um, my first one, I was thirteen. I did my first job, my first TV job. Well, actually. My first job was an advert. I did a, okay. a, an advert for Variety Club, and that was whilst I was still at the Young Set. For the Variety Club? Yeah, and it was on in the cinema. It was before the film oh. Bewitched. <laughs> Do you remember the film Bewitched? It was really? before that. Oh, okay. And people from school, and I'd I never done anything. Saw that. You may have done that. I probably yeah. saw that. And you, people from school, one of the girls came running in, she was like, oh my God, you're famous. You're famous. <laughs> and I was like, what? And what? it was, because it yeah. came out in the cinema. Yeah. And my dad went and with a video camera. <laughs> And taped the advert, and the guy came in and I was like, "You're out. not allowed to yeah. take the film." And he's like, "It's okay, no, I'm not. I'm just, just taping the advert." Yeah. <laughs> the I don't really like, like the film. I didn't even. I didn't, I'm no. walking out. We're after not even going to stay for the yeah, film. Exactly. We're just here for the advert. Yeah. Um, so my dad, yeah, taped the advert. That's brilliant. Has he still got that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to have a look. I've got the advert somewhere. Someone sent it to me. Okay. It's online or something. And One of the girls who was also in it sent it to me. Brilliant. And so have you got lines? I do. Yeah, I talk about Variety Club in it. So you just? No, I can't remember them. Because oh, are you one, are you one of these actors no. that can just remember lines from shows and because I have I can't remember them while I'm doing bits and bobs. I think I was like <laughs> talking about the it's like Variety Club helps children all over the world that uh, sort of okay. thing. But yeah. I can't remember the specific. The that, was, that was a very long time yeah, ago. This isn't an audition. So I took like you know <laughs> I was probably about ten. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I've flown Jackie all the way from LA to be with you. <laughs> she wants you to do she that. Um, but then my actual first, when I got... <laughs> you slightly believe me. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, when I... So with Jackie Palmer's, the first job I got with them yeah. was a TV show called... It was one episode of a TV show called Cracking the Killer's Code. Cracking the Killer's Code? Yeah, and okay. I played... Was that an adult show? It was an adult show, yeah. It's, okay. like, um, it's like a sort of... Uh, what do you call them? Like a reconstruction drama. It was like a documentary oh, okay. about, a, you know, there were documentaries about, about real killers. Killer yeah. killer. Oh, okay. And then they had bits of drama in, in it yeah, to show. Yeah, yeah. And so I, that was my first part. I was dead before the opening credits. <laughs> I got murdered off very quick. <laughs> and I played... Um, oh, Ken's choking. Yeah, that made me laugh. I shouldn't laugh because um, that's actually a proper documentary. It's a proper, yeah. yeah. So it was based on Linda Mann, who was the first girl who'd been murdered, where her murder had been solved by... Uh, using DNA, she was the first oh, murder wow. to be solved. Using, so I played her, and okay. yeah, it's my first TV role, and okay. it was really, it was a really good experience. Everyone was John Dutton played the killer, and he was, he's 
quite a good, very good actor and uh, know very well known. So. Yeah, he's, he's done lots of stuff. Lots of people might, might not necessarily oh, know his name, but you would probably recognise his face. And, and so, um, so, can I just, so working on something like that, you were obviously aware it was a real I was, case. yeah, of course. And so was there a difference in people's attitude to it? Was it um, or not? In or terms of, not in terms on the set and everything, you just, I mean, I, that's the first time I'd ever been on to, right, to in a so TV thing, so I didn't really know the, yeah. the difference. But at the same time, in terms of how we responded to it, so my dad had always said, because I started going for auditions, you know, when I got to yeah. Jackie Palmer's, and yeah, I'd been yeah. for a few before I got that. Right. And my dad was like, right, the first time you get a part, we'll, we'll crack open a bottle of bubbly, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, and then that, when I got that part, he was like, we're not going to do it on this one, <laughs> yeah, because it's, you know, about, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's not appropriate, yeah, but yeah. the next one. The next one. So, so there was a sense of like, okay. yeah, of course, obviously, you know, it's very sad when it's a real thing, and, yeah, yeah, you know, and you're playing... But yeah. I was quite young. I, d- I don't think I did a huge amount of research into the part. I mean, I was, as no. I said, I was dead before the opening credits. Yes. So I had a few lines. You know, I was walking down um, a, a wooded lane in the dark, yeah, and this yeah. car comes up behind me, and he's got a baby in the back seat because he, cause he oh. was a, he was a father, the killer. Oh god! He had a baby That's in the back seat when he was yeah, and he gets out of the car and asks me for directions, and then oh I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. know, and then he advances and obviously. God, that's, that's horrific. Yeah. So, but 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 he was caught because of DNA. DNA. Yeah. So that just goes to show how crucial that whole testing DNA is. Yeah. And presumably, because I do, I don't know if like is the right word, but I do watch those documentaries on Netflix and BBC, mm. and um, I don't know why actually, to be honest, because it's like it, it, it's not it's sort of not entertainment, but. Yeah. I don't know, there's just something, there is something fascinating about it, but obviously you have to be very sensitive because it's, you're talking about real people. Yeah. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, or, or I don't quite know why I'm watching it, but mm. I think maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's because you kind of, I don't know, I really don't know. I think drama's honest, very impactful when you know it's real, like when yeah. we were talking about Chernobyl earlier. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know it's when I watched that, I was yeah. so upset. <laughs> I yeah. felt a bit scarred. It was a really good it series. Was. It it's was. really well done, but it was it really upset me. Like I couldn't go to bed after watching yeah. it. I had to watch something else because yeah. I was like, I feel I think too I depressed. Did that as well. Yeah, I think I, like, I, I watched episodes of Rick and Morty. Yeah. After just I watched Friends because yeah, I was like, friends, yeah, so I'm like, because there's something really horrifying about it when yeah. you know it's based on a real yeah. thing. So I think sometimes drama's a lot more impactful when you know it's actually but maybe happened. But yeah, and, and it's like, well, why do we make them, and why do we watch them? Maybe it's t- because we sort of need to point this stuff out, especially mm. when there's a cover-up yeah. or a mistake that's going to affect millions of people, so that we don't make those mistakes again. Maybe it's more that. Maybe yeah. that's the whole point, and, and, and that when you watch something like that, you just sort of think, God, A, I'm really glad that didn't happen to me, and B... You know, you have sympathy to the people that did happen to it, and then see, right, this cannot happen again. Yeah. But I sometimes feel a bit, um, a bit helpless after watching stuff like that. Yeah, you do. I totally get yeah. that. I felt like that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, so what can I do? Yeah. And especially as that's happened twenty years ago now, thirty years ago. It's when it? I was born. It's the year I was born. It's eighty six, I think. So nineteen sixties. I think it was. No. Eighty. Don't lie about your age. I was born in 86. <laughs> Quite, you know, know getting know. older. You're, you're a young one. Ah, ish. So, let's go back to then... So, that was your first... So, what was your second one then? We don't have to go through them in order, but... What was my second so, one? So, what one did the champagne get uncorked to? 
then? Was I it, can't remember. Was it, <laughs> it was, was so that momentous. Memorable? Was it an advert? It was no, it wasn't. It was I didn't do that many adverts when I was younger. Apart okay. from the Variety Club one, I did right. more. More sort of TV stuff. dramas. Yeah. So you've done Casualty, you said. At I that did Casualty. Age? That wasn't my second one. I was okay. at college when I got that. I remember oh, okay. going up for that and thinking, oh, imagine if I actually got a show that people have heard of that's yeah. on TV all the time, yeah, and then yeah, getting yeah. it and being like, ah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking that on the tube, being right. like, yeah. So I was about 16 when I got that. Was I was that's 13 cool. when I did. And Crack what did you play? Um, what in Casualty? Yeah. I played a girl that got hit in the face by a plane. <laughs> Like a model, you know those um, electric planes? Oh, electric So my brothers are playing around with it, they're flying it around. And it goes out of control and smacks me in the face. And there was a guy stood on a box, because they had like a real version of it with a pilot like flying it, like, you know, remote control. And then they had a a foam version of it and a guy had to stand on a box (laughs) and throw it at my head. And then I, it hit See, me and I had to fall to the floor. Anyone that says acting is not glamorous. <laughs> and I, it appeared on an episode of Harry Hill's TV Burps, the moment well. of it. Yeah, because it was so funny. Like, it, what, did, it, did it not look well, realistic? Well, it was like, oh, Ronnie Corbett's been stripped of his <laughs> pilot's license. And then it shows the plane hitting me that's in the face. Yeah. Oh, that's, did you get any money for that? No. no but people <laughs> were like, oh, my God, you're on Harry Hill. And I was like, no, I'm what? not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I'm Brilliant. not on Harry Hill. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so that was late. That was a bit later. What was well, my I, second? I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can trump you for naffness on because I was on. I did extra work on Holby City. Oh yeah. And I did featured extra work. I think I've told you this already. Yeah. Probably. And uh, it was like, um, so, uh, so I was a car crash victim, and I think the backstory to my character was that I'd gone through a windscreen. Oh yeah. And it opens, I think the episode opens up with me coming out the back of an ambulance. I'm on a stretcher. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and you've got a couple of the principal cast. Mm-hmm. And one of them's trying to give me, resuscitate my heart. And they're talking, about, <laughs> they're talking over me. And there's quite a close-up of my face. It's all bloody. Um, and then... And then... Um, yeah. And the funny thing about it was... uh, So so then it goes through about, I'm in about, I don't know, four scenes, but all I do, obviously, is I'm unconscious. I'm just, yeah, I just. All I do. All I do. Is be unconscious. Yeah. And I acted my arse off. Exactly. But the funny, but, yeah, but the the weird thing about it is, so I'm lying down, I'm either on the trolley or I'm in a hospital bed uh, in the theatre room, still lying down, and, uh, and, and I have done less work than I normally would do doing extra work, which means you're walking around, yeah. you know. And sometimes, you know, I mean, it's not complicated, but you have to time stuff sometimes. Because yeah. they say, okay, so when that nurse you hit this walks over there, yeah, yeah you got to walk from there to there. At that time, when that character says that line, you need to be behind. So there is a little bit of instructions. Yeah. This, nothing... And I remember that my my agency ringing me up, going, "Okay, you know, Ken, Ken, you, you can act, can't you? You can act." And I went, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, great, 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 because I've got a feature part for you." So, so with the principal cast. So, uh, and he didn't tell me what it was until I got, you know, until I got there. <laughs> and I thought, I'm doing less work. Somebody that can't act could do this. <laughs> do this. I'm but, what, it. but what I realised, it's more about would you get overexcited being around the principal cast? Oh my wow, God, you know. Oh. Yeah. Because I was actually introduced to the director, and as an extra, you never get introduced no. to the director. I was introduced, and I actually sat in on them doing the rehearsals for every single scene, for, for every scene I was in, even though I wasn't doing anything. But I thought, okay, that's and from an actor, that's quite cool, because then I'm seeing a bit more about the process of how the TV shows. Yeah. But I just thought, and I actually got paid more money 
for lying down. So it's a bizarre thing. It's a bizarre thing. So I think what we'll do is we will have a a quick break, yeah, because I need the loo. Although I went in there early, earlier, early, uh, early, and uh, I've been twice. Okay, since we've been here, and the first time, absolutely fine, not a problem. In the cubicle, it's all good. It's a clean cubicle. I went in there earlier. Someone's decimated. Ladies. I'll have to go in the ladies. That's <laughs> disgusting. It's like no. Is there only one if toilet? You d- if you do, yeah, it's only one cubicle. If you do something, like, all right. Whoever this was, if they're listening, the yeah, if you're in the job. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the George's fault because it's, it's just happened. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I would be panicking trying to clean it up. I'd be embarrassed. You would be. You'd walk yeah. out and then there could be a whole somebody waiting to go in next. I wouldn't dare leave. But you're going to go back in there now. No, well I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> I'm going to stand up like real men. Anyway, so enough about the uh, the intricacies of a pub. Uh, this proves it is actually recorded in a pub. And uh, But yeah, so while I do that, we're going to have a word from our sponsors again. Need more room on your broom? Want the most spellbinding wand on the market? Then trust Witch's Tech Wizard to find you a magical deal. Visit Witch today. Ah, there you go. Welcome back. Yeah, better out than in, <laughs> as I always say. <laughs> Who said I'm uncouth? Uh, so there we go. I so do. <laughs> you did, yeah. We are talking to, I say we, it's just me. It's, it's just, yeah. like a line of interviewers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm talking to Katie Sheridan, who... Those of you may know from, uh, she did do, so we were talking about her uh, sort of previous acting career as a, as a youngster. As a youngin. Um, but you did do lots of other things as well. Yeah. But there was one thing in particular that I feel stands out in your acting career when you were young. Yes. Yes. Is it Jeannie in the house? <laughs> it may well be Jeannie in the house. Is it Jeannie? Yeah. I found him. Either. Tell us about Jeannie in the house. Jeannie <laughs> uh, in the house. So I yeah. was... I was still at college when I auditioned for that. Okay, so how old were you then, if you don't mind I was trying to figure this out the yeah. other day, Eight, actually. 18 something? No, I wasn't 18. I was so younger than that. Yeah, yeah, I think I was like 16. I was probably 16 when I auditioned, because I was still at college when I auditioned for it. Right, okay. Um, and then we, and then it came... Whilst I was still at college, we filmed the pilot. Oh, right, we filmed, yeah. uh, you know, so I auditioned. They auditioned uh, 300 girls for the role. 300 of, girls. Well, for both our joint roles, me and Emma. Okay. So the two sisters. So yeah, about yeah, 150 yeah. girls. Wow. That's pretty thing. good. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and did you have to? How many auditions did you have to do? Did you get called back? I did at least five, maybe you six. Did five. Yeah. And did they ask you to do something different every time? The first time I went in, <clears throat> I always went in with other people. So they always oh, had okay. us in with the sisters. So the second, yeah. t- for my second audition, I went in with Vicky, who played Emma. Oh, okay. And when we walked in, Steve Baywell, who's um, one of the directors and producers, he was like, "Wow, where do you want to sign the contracts now?" Like, really? they like, yeah, he liked the look of us, you know. That isn't that a bit, a bit sort of like, well, okay, yeah. We were both like, oh Cause yeah, yeah, because you're sort of young. <laughs> yeah, we were really young. Did you sort of believe him then, or were you, did you think? I he don't was know, joking? but I think I got a good vibe from him. So I always think that's a bit dangerous to yeah. do that because no, you might not get the part. It was, yeah, it's true, but I, at the same time, I got a good vibe. I felt like, okay. oh yeah, it sort of yeah. made you think, oh okay, yeah, Positive, quite yeah. like us, yeah. yeah. Before, and we've not done anything; we just yeah. walked in the door. Yeah, let's, um, let's hope he didn't say that to everyone that walked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, and then after that one yeah so I went in with Vicky
you for that. Yeah. And uh, when I came out, I then went to the loo. I needed the loo. <laughs> As I came back out you of the loo... You didn't leave it decimated, no. Did it? No. no, I didn't, no. Good. Um, otherwise, you know, they might not have hired me. So then, yeah. when I came back from the loo, as I was walking down the corridor, I saw Phil, okay. who also was one of the producers, okay. and uh, yeah. yeah, directed some of the episodes as well. And he was like, "We like you very much." Oh, okay. So he said that to me. That was my second That's audition. Yeah. And then the fifth or sixth audition, the last one, there was three Sophies, three Emmas, oh. and there were two Adils and two dads and we all went in with each other went, oh okay yeah. and I guess they're looking for chemistry there yeah right? and um, and obviously Vicky was there and as I said I've been in with her on the second one right, right. and uh, yeah and um, so it was I mean it's one of those things where you we didn't know I mean it, I thought oh wow it could be really life changing to get it yeah but at the same yeah. time there was no guarantee it's going to get made even if we got it no because it's a pilot because it's a pilot so yeah. but we knew Nickelode- Nickelodeon were already involved with it and very right. you know so it wasn't we're like keen. we're going to just try and sell it to anybody it was like yeah. oh Nickelodeon are already involved with this yeah. and want to do and funding the pilot or whatever so um so we filmed the pilot, and I, I was still at college, I think. So I was about probably about 16. Okay. And then a year later, so I wow. then took a gap year before going to uni because they were like, we think it's going to happen. Oh, you know? okay. So I took a gap year to film the first series. So you filmed the whole series. So so it took a year, though, for them to get... To for it to go from a pilot to series one. Wow, that just goes yeah. to show, doesn't it? Yeah. That's how long these things it take. Because it probably took them, you know, I don't know, six months to work on the pilot script or something yes, so. you know, yeah. or, or even a year to get everything in place, in place. To, yeah. yeah so and so what what was your character's called again what were your my character was sophie norton so <coughs> sophie, norton, sophie norton she was the geeky sister so it's about okay. it's about yeah. a genie okay and two sisters and a dad so basically we find <laughs> an attic in our lamp and it's got a deal in it, the genie. Yeah. And our dad says we can keep him as long as we don't make any magic, as long yeah. as we don't use any wishes. Because yeah. Because why, why you, not? <laughs> well, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, I love kids shows. Yeah. They don't have to. They make. don't have to make sense. And we basically always made wishes of that course would go you wrong because the deal was a rubbish genie. Right. Okay. And that was where. Why didn't you just at some point go? None of this works. <laughs> Your spells are rubbish, mate. We're going to sell you at the car boot gonna, sale. <laughs> at least make some it money. It never came up. That <laughs> didn't come up as a, as a potential episode. And so, how many series did you do then? We did three did series. Three in the series. End. In the yeah. End. So we did seventy-eight episodes. Together. Seventy-eight. So yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And that lot. went out on Nickel- Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. And it was quite. Uh, was it? Not a flagship show, but they. We were their first British show. First British show. Yeah, so it was a big deal. At Although the time. I've seen a few, I've seen, I think, I might have even watched one episode. I think, yeah. And, um, but it's got a very American feel to it. It had a hugely American yeah. feel. The, the house that we're meant to live in. Yeah. It's it was an yeah. American house. It had an American style to it. Yeah. Um, but that, that seemed to work then. Maybe yeah. the British audiences were ready for that because they'd seen a lot of... That sort of thing on Nickelodeon. Yeah, the yeah. high school sort of yeah. capers. Yeah. You know, like, um, what was Screeching? Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, I yeah. love that show. Yeah. But that's the thing, I'd grown up watching, like, um, Saved by the Bell, Sabrina, you know, Keenan and Cal, all that kind of stuff right. that was on Nickelodeon. So yeah. then to end up on it, it's just not something that, at the time that I would ever think would happen. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah. it was just like, oh, I've grown up watching these shows. And when did you, when did, did people start stopping you in the street or kids? Yeah, or I used ha- to get recognised a lot yeah. with Jeannie. People would be like, oh, you're Sophie. It's 
yeah. and I'd be like, yeah. And I was waitressing in the harvest, so I did series one. Yeah. And then I started, and then I was went back to waitressing in the harvester between right. series one and series two because I had a gap year to do you it, so I had some time. Yeah. And yeah, and then people were like, "What are you doing in the harvester yeah. when you're on Nickelodeon?" And yeah. I was like. No, it's kind of weird about money. <laughs> no, but you're, but you're absolutely right to do that because people just think, oh, you know, so say you've got, say you've got um, a guest, you know, one episode or two episodes in Casualty, they think you're raking it. Yeah, no. And it's like you're not at all. It's just very, you know, there is a big difference between the stars or the big names that are earning money and then the just jobbing actors yeah. that earn X amount of money and they still have to keep... Yeah. maybe doing a part-time job and stuff yeah. like that and then between series two and three i went to uni so, so you, we filmed oh, okay. in the summer holidays right. so i yeah. you know i so do uni all year yeah. and then we do and that was again summer. drama at uni yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. still yeah yeah okay so so when was it then so say so the tv series aired yeah how long was it until you got recognised? Was it the very next day? No, it wasn't the next day, but it was quick. It was quick. It was quick. Yeah, and it was and how did how did that make you feel? We were like, oh, it's a bit weird. The first time it yeah. happened, I was in HMV, okay. and I panicked because the kid screamed. She was like, oh, you're Sophie, and I I panicked and stepped backwards and knocked over a load of DVDs, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was Brilliant. awkward. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Okay, nice to meet you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I was really awkward because yeah. I didn't know what to. Yeah. I never. It was. I didn't mean. Afterwards, I was like, I hope I didn't come across as unfriendly. But no, I was. But I was surprised. And, yeah. And I had, and was embarrassed at knocking everything over. Yeah, of so it was just and like, did you on your way out try and steal stuff just in case? No. <laughs> I've, I've got away with it. A diversion. No, when you're on kids' TV, you've got to be careful what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is true. Be so. Okay, and then did you ever get used to that then? So when at the height of it, did you yeah, work out how to handle it? Yeah, yeah, you just thought, okay, I'll you say know, hello. You've got people looking at you, and then eventually they yeah. like, oh, are you so fit? You know. Yeah. And this was pre-selfies, presumably. Yeah, it wasn't so much. I mean, we took photos, but yeah, it was not, we didn't have Instagram or. No. Towards the end of Junior, had Facebook. You started towards Facebook. the end, yeah. 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 Um, but I didn't have it when we started. Okay. Yeah. So that was your first sort of taste of. I guess fame because ish, yeah, ish, yeah because yeah. people stop you because because um, I've had a very small taste of that um, and it is a little bit strange because because um, of because of the YouTube channel that I do the bottled in and um, and we go sometimes um, we've not gone to one for ages now but we used to go to uh, game conventions so like the UK games convention and so the first time we went there we actually had a stall. But we were—I was kind of walking around looking at other stalls, and then someone just went, "Oh, oh, it's Ken, Ken from Bottled Imp," and I went, "Yeah, hi." Aww. And it is that little bit, and it's nice. It's yeah. funny because I guess it meant—not uh, that it didn't mean much to, to you, because it did, obviously. Not—not not that, not me getting recognised, yeah. but you getting recognised. But because it's my own project, you know, work, work on it with Julian. And it's not, we've got no marketing budget, you know, we're literally just putting it out there and hoping people can. So just a small amount of people that watch it, it's nicer then. And he was, yeah, yeah, and they were really appreciative and they went, oh, I love what you're doing. And the good thing about it though is because we're in a games convention, I then didn't struggle so much to to think for something to say because it's a complete stranger that you've never met before. So I just oh so you know you enjoy the convention are you playing any games and so that kind of lessened the impact of it. But I do remember actually not too long ago, 
we were walking in in a park, weren't we? And, um, and oh, you yeah. got recognised. Yeah. And it was what, oh, like last year? Ago, was it? Yeah, or, or last this year. summer? Yeah. Was it last year? It's in the summer yeah. or last summer. And they went, oh, are you Ginny? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it did. And I, you know, I would do like kids' parties, you know, I did the princess oh, yeah, parties for a while. Oh, yeah. And I used to get recognised. I had a ginger wig one, I was Anna. <laughs> and I, I still you were still like, you Sophie. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, how can you tell? I've got a ginger wig on and I'm being Anna. Like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe I've got a record, you know, one of those faces that you can. Yeah. Even yeah. with a ginger wig, you can still spot it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quite a strong nose. So if you get mega, mega famous, forget any forget disguises. Disguise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's cool then. So. So that's a little bit about your acting, but but um, okay. Here's a question then: What would you be most proud of? Then? Not saying that you don't like the other things you're in, but if if you were then if if I just said we can only talk about one project of your acting, what would you what would you say? Or is that a too tough a question? That's quite hard. <laughs> yeah. I guess. In some ways, it'd probably be Match Not Found because it was a, a web series that I wrote and right. did myself. Okay. But in terms of like as an acting role, maybe it wouldn't be Match Not Found. But in terms of as a whole project, yeah, yeah. that I was, you know, obviously I acted in it as well. Yeah. It, maybe it would be that so far because it's my own thing. Yeah. Um, and, and also, then, yeah. well, I was going to say because you are, are we allowed to talk about that short film? What the short film. film. Um, because <laughs> we didn't clear this, and I don't know if they. Which short film? Is that, the one that you were the lead in that was a bit <coughs> futuristic. Oh, God, Biopunk. Yeah. Yeah, well, Biopunk, well, yeah. There we go, we are allowed to. We are allowed to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, God. So acting-wise, yeah. acting role-wise, that's probably one of my yeah. favourite things. That yeah. was a, it's a really good short. I don't know, is it out on the net? Is it out there Biopunk's on out on the net, yeah. Yeah, so, so check yeah. out Biopunk, because yeah. if you, cause especially... Because a, a lot of my audience will be into fantasy and steampunk, I would imagine. Yeah. Steampunk fantasy kind of goes hand in hand up to a point, but don't kill me if, if, if you don't disagree. But yeah, so I think a lot of people will be interested in that. Biopunk, it's a sort of steampunk, futuristic, yeah. dystopia short film yeah. that is really, really good. It's really gritty. It's really, it's yeah. really, it looks really lovely. They, yeah. did such, they did such a good job of it. Yeah. And I loved, I mean, acting wise, that's one of my favourite roles yeah. that I've ever done. Because I just. I love how strong she is. Yeah. She's like this little street urchin. Yeah. Doesn't take shit from anyone. Shit. She's trying to protect her brother. You know, she's so strong. Yeah. And I've always wanted to play something like that. Yeah, yeah. So when that came up with the audition, yeah. when it came through, I was like, oh man, I really want this part. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you get the script. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of felt like it spoke, like, spoke to me a bit. You know, yeah. I, I felt like... I instantly knew what to do with this character, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, with, yeah. with the audition, I've had a really strong feeling of I know what to do with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it definitely shows, and I, and, I, and I agree because you know parts I've played in the past. If someone's asked, you, especially if someone's asked you to play a part, you kind of go, well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, but can I do it? <laughs> you don't tell them that, yeah. and then you try and figure out how to do it. Yeah. But then some parts you look at it and you just click, and you just go, yeah, oh, I know exactly what to do with that. And nine times out of ten, that instinct is right, yeah. and then the director doesn't really have to change much or yeah. give you any. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, because when I saw that film, your acting it was amazing. Oh, that's really I re nice. yeah, well, because it did. That part really suited you. Oh. Yeah. So I. I, <laughs> I hope I get more stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Touch wood. Exactly. <laughs> Knock on wood. Touch wood. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was because uh, um, we met in doing a passion play, didn't we? We did. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which isn't as raunchy as it sounds. <laughs> 
Passion Play, for those of you that don't know, is a religious play that takes place uh, uh, over Easter, isn't it? And so it's it's basically the story of uh, Jesus and <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Um, and and I think the resurrection bit as well, or maybe yes. not. I don't know. Yeah, there was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, was that bit in there? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time ago. It was a long yeah. time ago. But that was really good. And in fact, that's how I, how we we, we how know we Vicky. Yeah. yeah, it's how we met. It's how we met. How we, we, met, we met, know met Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. yeah. And for the life of me, we couldn't remember the director's full name. It's Trevor... George's. Oh, it's, it is George's? Yeah, it is George's. Yeah, that's what I said. And I thought, I thought, that doesn't sound right. No, I think it is. Yeah, yeah it is Trevor George's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure it is. Yeah, because it, it was quite a chaotic play to be in. It was. Because there was lots of... Um, it was a mixture. It was like a community play. So there was us professional actors, then there was volunteers and amateur dramatic. And so... It was quite funny because the, am- the amateurs, quite rightly, went, no, I can't make that day because I'm at work. Or yeah. <laughs> I could, you know, and I've so got it, a job, guys. I have a real job yeah. when I'm busy. Whereas all of us are going, oh, okay, okay. so when are we going to do that scene? So we've got nothing to do. Yeah, we've got so absolutely We can rehearse all day yeah, long. Yeah, because we're getting paid to yeah. rehearse all day long. Yeah. And so the only time, I don't know if you knew this, the only time he had all the cast together was the opening night. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. the opening night, yeah. I came in quite late. Yes. Because Trevor, yeah. I knew Trevor, I worked with Trevor you before. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Trevor asked me to come in and I think it was already quite fully cast and I think yeah. he'd already done a week of rehearsals before I even got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, So I came in very late. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was good fun. It was but I do feel fun. like one of the reasons I did that job was because I was meant to meet you. Oh. I know that's... <laughs> I do feel that. I feel like sometimes I feel She's like... more chocolate. <laughs> I've got a Toblerone. I did. You can't Again, see it, but I do, brought me a Toblerone. I do bribe my guests with Toblerone. Toblerone. Oh, with chocolate. Um, I, I got Vicky a Yorkie bar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do. I feel like I was meant to meet you. Because like yeah. one of my best friends now. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And it's... Yeah, I feel like that's how... I feel like... Maybe I was that's meant to do that yeah. play, yeah, yeah, to yeah. meet you. Yeah. I don't feel the same. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I did it for the acting and the money. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, it was, no, it was a really nice play. It was, no, it was. Yeah. And I, I, no, and I am. See, anything I now say sounds you so just insincere. Can't, you can't hold it together. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I made. I have made a lot of friends through that play. Actually, it's yeah. Vicky. Kate already knew the playwright. Um, well, Rob already knew Catherine. So there's a lot of people that I already knew, or yeah. then we became friends. And I think that just—that's where Kate Miller, who is a local playwright to Hartford, she does like to do these big community-based projects. And I really like them because, although they're professional and you do get paid, there is a—it it feels like it's more than just an acting job. You actually feel like. Yeah. You're part of something. something. Yeah. yeah. And and that's I don't know, and that, and, and at the end of the day, we're all on this earth to have experiences, aren't we? So it's not just about oh well I'm doing this work because it's work. Yeah. You're doing it because actually I actually did enjoy it. Yeah. But I want to talk about talking about that because I did enjoy being on Match Not Found. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little Good bit about Match Not Found. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so, so tell us about Match Not Found because it's still out there, isn't it? It is. It's still on YouTube. We have a channel. You can watch it anytime. Yeah. Uh, it's Match Not Found. So it's a Skype-based rom-com, yeah. and that was because we had no budget. <laughs> no budget. <laughs> so yeah. we were like, what can we do? Really cheap. And we decided that we would have this thing about this group of friends and their love lives. And um, I was going through, what was I going through? 
I'd had a bit of a time with relationships <laughs> and things up and yeah. down over yeah. the years. Don't get, don't get don't, started. Let's not go into don't get it. But I'd had a bit of an up and down patch and stuff. Yeah. And Phil from Genie said to me, you know, and I think I was, it was a bit dry. I'd had, I'd had a dry time acting wise. I'd had a oh, year. Acting wise. Okay. Yeah, I'd had about a year or so where I hadn't had much stuff coming right. in. So I was like, oh. A bit depressed, yeah, and yeah, Phil yeah. was like, "Do something about it. Make a show. Yeah, you know, writers. Because um, you you wrote it. You co-wrote, I co-wrote it, it with Alex. Yeah. And that was Alex's full name. Oh, Alex Oates. Yeah. So I met Alex at uni. Yeah. Another person I feel I was always meant to meet. <laughs> if that makes sense. I feel like that's yeah. why I went to uni was to meet Alex yeah. and Annie. And I, well, I believe in that sort of stuff. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah, important yeah. people are in your life, I believe yeah. they're there. Yeah. for a reason and that you were meant to be in each other's lives you know yeah. Yeah, um, so Alex I met at uni he was one of my best friends at uni and we live next and we live in halls we live next door to each other yeah. and um, there was this really cute guy that lived in the next door to me and I remember speaking to my mum being like oh there's a really you know there's a guy yeah. next door that I think I'm meant to have met and I was talking about this other dude who's really attractive <laughs> Adam um, and but actually, it, I, I was right. I had met someone really important. Yeah. It just turned it's out just, that that person Alex. wasn't the guy yeah. that side. He was the other side. He was a loser, that was other <laughs> guy. The other guy. No, Where, okay. Wherever you are now. He's, he's okay. But it, we, um, he, yeah. yeah, it wasn't him. It was the, it was Alex. So um, so you decided then with Alex. To write. To so, write I, so Phil was yeah. like, write it, do it. And I'd never written anything before. I told yeah. Alex I was doing it. And Alex was like, I can help you if you want. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because Alex is a very, he's a fantastic writer. He's yeah, very, very talented. Very talented writer. And he would already been doing a lot of writing. So he was way, yeah. you know, as this was my first time ever trying yeah. to write something. Yeah, yeah. So we got together and it just meant we could hang out a lot and <laughs> laugh at our own jokes. <laughs> We'd write at the stuff and then people come in and be like, it's good to know you two find yourselves funny. Because we'd just be chuckling away at our own stuff. But I think, but the thing is, that's where it starts, surely. Because yeah. if you're writing a comedy... And no one's laughing. It doesn't make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, what hope have you yeah. got to make another? And, and, and I've heard so many other comedians do that. Monty Python said that. They would literally just make other people laugh yeah. And if it, within the group. And if, if not enough people laugh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 So we would get together, we would write. Um, you know, we wanted it to be short. They were meant to be sort of yeah, three to five minutes long. Yeah, they got yeah. a bit longer as it went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then we did auditions. And I just got in all my friends <laughs> to audition for did, different did roles. Only four. Yeah. So you didn't audition, did you? Oh, no. I didn't audition. So for the main, <laughs> for the regular roles, right at the very yeah, beginning. The main role. So yeah. basically, the role of Jana, Doug, and Clark. Although Clark wasn't actually Clark didn't wasn't yeah. a role that existed. So really, yeah. the only the only roles that were auditioned for was Jana and Doug. Yeah. That's all we auditioned for. And. Connor and Kirsty came in, read for those roles, and were great. And I've worked on a play with both of them. So that's Connor, enough. Connor Mills, and uh, Kirsty J Curtis. Okay. So they came in, and and, went, and I'd done a play with both of them. So you knew that. So like I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> you I knew the chemistry in. as well. I knew. Yeah. We were talking earlier about chemistry between actors. Yeah. And I think that really does show. Oh yeah. Definitely, as as you record more and more. Yeah. As as you as you all find your feet with the and characters. Your flow. Yeah. yeah. And then the, then there's just shorthand and you and the chemistry's there. Yeah. And I think I think it is a really well written uh, uh, web series, you know, a bit of drama, because it's not just comedy. You've put drama in there, and emotion. Yeah. So you've made it have weight to it. Yeah. yeah. And the, as much as we could in the yeah. Skype base. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then. Nick came in and he read for Doug 
Yes. And he was excellent, and uh, we all really liked him. So you thought? And every, everybody liked him, but he wasn't quite right for that part, so we were like, we'll write something for him. Yeah, yeah. And because he's called Nicholas Clark, we called the character Clark. Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never tweeted that. Because <laughs> yeah. it was for him. I'm not that clever. And then Lily, who played Sarah, my sister, she'd the play that we were all in, so me... Connor Kirsty, Nick as well were all oh, in a play and it had been right. written by Lily it was called uh, oh, My okay. Girlfriend's a Real Doll Face <laughs> and yeah it's, really, it's yeah. a really lovely play and so I knew them all through Lily and Lily we didn't audition we just said when I, I yeah. wrote the role for her really the right. sister yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the same as it went on there were ro- every yeah, other you, role you, I just cast it from people that yeah, I knew yeah. and just knew their yeah. work rather than auditioning because you know it was didn't <laughs> so, really have time so to hang on I've never asked you this because maybe I'm a bit too embarrassed to ask so let's do it now okay when you wrote when you wrote the part that I played you didn't write with me in mind we did, did, you? Have, did you we did have you did in you? mind yeah oh, yeah we did oh, that's have you very well cool. I mean we you know we, we knew we wanted joking. to have these lads yeah you yeah. did keep joking I knew yeah. I was going to write you something because <laughs> yeah. you kept saying to me like so when, when can I'm, I be in it yeah, when's my part when, coming yeah, exactly. when's my part coming I was like yes Ken yeah. yes yes that, we'll get it, you in that's the only way to do it you have to hustle people yeah he did he really hustled so yeah I knew I was going to write you something Okay. and then when we were doing the we knew we were going to have a bunch of lads that was going to surround Doug's character yeah because Doug was very much into D and D, wasn't yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. So we knew we were going to have the lads. Yeah. So we and were the Dungeons and Dragons. We were like, <laughs> oh, you know. So we came up with the basic idea of these characters. Yeah. And I was like, Ken could be one of these guys. Yeah. So very early on, we had it in mind that you were going to be Jeff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that, he's different from you actually because you've got an upbeat energy and Jess is quite dour yeah, so he's yeah. very different from you he wrote you not as you are if that makes sense he yeah no but the but, but the funny thing about that though that is actually a side of me so I don't see it very no I know like, no. because I I'm not normally like that in life but, but I found that I basically wrote a more I didn't actually have Jeff in mind, but the way that I played Jeff was a lighter version of uh, my character, Loquacious Macabre, in The Storyteller's Apprentice. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. and he's a storyteller. Obviously, he's ruder, and he's, but it is that sort of Jack D, sort of, um, you know, sort of miserable, and, and but not miserable, miserable, but I don't know how to describe it, but, but you're sort of, you know, you, you kind of put people down, but but hopefully in a humorous way. Yeah, it's that sort of character, and he's uh, you know, but yeah, you wrote some very funny dialogue there, so Aww. I appreciate. That. And and one of the best things I like about um, Jeff is that he's meant to be an expert ballroom <laughs> dancer. <laughs> and I wrote in that you had yeah, to actually yeah, do it as well, yeah, not just uh, talk about yeah. it. Yeah, and I can't dance. <laughs> So we got away with it though, didn't we? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was the funny thing about it though, that because I've been going on about boring dancing, that when you actually see me dance, hopefully you can tell I'm rubbish. <laughs> I that, think that makes it more yeah, funny. Yeah, that's the yeah, joke, isn't it? They're, yeah. they're meant yeah. to be a bit eccentric, yeah. the lads, aren't they? So we're going to have a Jeff spin-off series, aren't we? We that's, are. That's the next project. Called Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Quite Jeff. simply, Jeff. Here's Jeff. Here's Jeff, yeah. Jeff's two left feet or something. No, strictly Jeff. Strictly Jeff, that's great. Strictly come Jeff, no, that's right. Strictly strictly Jeff. Just strictly (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, strictly Jeff. There you go. So that is your next project that you're working on. (laughs) Cool. I think what we'll do now is because you need the loo now, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah? Don't leave it like you did last. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're gonna maybe maybe. Although we've just had a meal, I was gonna get some crisps, but I'm full up because I had basically two meals tonight. 
So uh, maybe I can convince uh, Katie to crack open the Toblerone, we'll stuff her face with a bit of chocolate while you guys listen to a word from our sponsor. Do your spells demand 100% organic, sustainable Eye of Newt? Then break the curse of buying poor quality goods by visiting which for our top 10 Salamander Farm reviews now. Welcome back, welcome back. How was it? Was it was it fun? <laughs> I've had such a fun time. Such fun time. But also, more importantly, she has brought me another drink, which I is have. very kind. When I say she, I mean Katie Sheridan, obviously. And we're going to crack open the Toblerone. Toblerone. Yeah, exactly. So let's do that. It's a lot of foil. It's a lot of foil. Uh, it's a good reason why there's a lot of foil. Why? Well, because it protects the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but it's part. It's, it, it's yeah. It would be wrong not to have a foil. Look at that. Oh, there you go. oh look, it's, it's a double. It's a double. I got a double hill. Double well, these hill. mountains. But also, you know about for those that you don't know, in Toblerone, have a look at the logo. Have a look at the mountain next to the T, because in there you'll find an animal. So right, I've told you about this. Yeah, have a look at the. There's an animal in, in, in the image oh, of... Oh, it's a bear! Oh, you've just given it away. Oh, <laughs> is that not meant to? Yeah, that's all right. So that is the shortest competition <laughs> in the history of competitions. Oh, well sorry. done, Katie. I didn't realise. I thought you wanted me to guess it. I was just mucking about, so okay. you do what you want. Okay. So we didn't say cheers, actually, beforehand. Oh, so let's say water. cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Katie's just got a pint of water. Yeah. Wild times. Mm. Wild times. <laughs> Wild times, yeah. Let me put my drink up there so I don't spoil... No, hang on, that's not going to work. Let me put it there. Okay, it's all gone wrong. Okay, here we go. So, yes, we're back. We are with Katie Sheridan, who's an actress and a writer and a Toblerone lover. Now, so I, I'm always interested with creativity people that are creative people that go into the arts or you know acting or whatever you know the arts in general the arts um just how much of a struggle it can be <laughs> it's a huge struggle it is a huge struggle a struggle so my question to you is then why why do you do it then why do i do it yeah because uh, when you get a job Especially if it's a great one, so like the biopunk thing, for example, where you really love the character and really love what you're doing. Mm. Um, it makes it feel like it's worthwhile. Yeah. It's just so the hardest thing I think about being an actor, one of the hardest things, is the bit is when you're not acting, mm. essentially being in between jobs and having to Resting. constantly go out and get and because mm. you're constantly interviewing for new stuff. Essentially, yeah. it'd be like keep, keep, you know, like obviously you're a teacher or you, you know, a businessman or whatever you would interview for your job and then you've got it Every day. unless you get fired or yeah. you choose to leave you know mm. whereas obviously with the acting unless it's a big long gig or unless you're so famous that people just offer you stuff mm. um, you know it's you have to keep re-going out there and re-interviewing so yeah. yeah so, so with audition with casting um, there's obviously two ways that can go yeah you can either get it or not get it. Yeah. So what's the feeling when you do get it? When you actually get it? If you get it and you really want the job, it's like, ah! You know, okay. it's really exciting. Um, so there's a third one then. You get it and you don't want the job? No, but occasionally... I mean, generally, if you don't want it, don't go up for it. But yeah. 
you know, occasionally you go up for something and you're not too worried. If you get it, it's nice, but you think, oh, it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, um, so some and you're more relaxed usually. With, so often you'll get those because yeah. you're more relaxed. You're relaxed. You don't um, care. So you're, you know, where you think, oh yeah, it's nice, but it's it's not necessarily what exactly what I want to do. Or it's, yeah. It's a nice part, but it's not. But it's part of a career. It's sort of, I guess, it's sort. Of, it's better to be working than not working. Getting your face out there, yeah. getting in front of casting directors, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so obviously when you don't get it, yeah, that must. I mean, if, if you really, I guess it depends if you really care about the job. Yeah. So h- how do you cope with that then? How do you, how do you, do you, do you just take a day sulking? <laughs> so just it's really hard. It's one of those things that you try to think, or I try to think, like, what's for you won't pass you by, yeah. right? So that's the, that's the theory that I like to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, if you really love something... Yeah, you think, oh, that's think, not fair. I just don't care about that. <laughs> I just want it. I just want it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it is hard. Um, but when I was younger, I mean, generally, sometimes if I didn't get something, something else would then come along, and you think, okay... Okay, it's yeah. kind of made up for so it. That yeah. yeah, I wasn't meant to get that, but yeah, I got this. But I got this. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you have to just think, okay, yeah, something else is coming for me. Something, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. But it is hard. It's a really tricky, yeah. especially if you feel, oh, yeah, Yeah, because yeah. I remember when I was auditioning quite <laughs> regularly, because I don't do so much, many auditions now, but um, <laughs> that's not because I just get loads of offers without <laughs> auditioning. It's that uh, I'm kind of... I, well, it was part of my process actually. Was I just got frustrated with? I love acting, but I can only act if someone lets me act. Yeah. So that was frustrating. So it was then more, yeah, generate your own acting. Then. Yeah. And that's where it was like, okay, I much, I do much prefer that because of the creative control as well. So when you were doing Match Not Found, you yeah. wrote it, you had that big hand in how it was produced. And all yeah. That, yeah. And that's when I sort of came to the conclusion, yeah, I'm pretty much going to do stuff that I've written. So, for example, you know, me and Vicky went up to the Edinburgh Fringe to do The Storyteller's Apprentice. And I was happy with that because it's like, well, if it gets bad reviews, that's down to me. Well, I'll blame Vicky, but it's down to me. Um, <laughs> But if I get good reviews, then that's down to me. Again, nothing to do with Vicky. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's a certain quality that I wanted, and therefore, when I was doing short films especially, that could vary. That could vary, you know, the, the, the quality of the production. So I was thinking, oh, okay, well, the sound isn't very good. I can't use that from the showreel. The lighting isn't very good. I can't use that. So I got frustrated with that. Um, now and also remember with, with auditions, um, the nerves. Yeah, the nerves. How do you cope with nerves? I'm, I'm a nervy person, right? So I, as you know, I if do you know, know me. I do. So I'm someone who I do get, I do get a bit nervous. Mm. Um, I'm quite, you know, especially with castings. Um, it's is only in particular. So if you went up for an advert. I'm, I'm less nervous with adverts because I do a lot of them, you do a lot of them and I get a lot of commercial castings. Yeah. So it's, it's less nerve-wracking because you think there's always another yeah. commercial coming. If, if you're a chocolate lover, <laughs> particularly Thorntons, yes. you might recognise Katie's face on the you back might. of certain chocolates. You might, yeah. <laughs> I'm on there. Fa- yeah, and in, you're in, in shop, shops. shops windows as well. in the shops. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's been fun being the chocolatier for the last... It's been like two years or so. Two yeah. Years, yeah. Um, yeah, so you weren't fun. you weren't particularly nervous about that. 
when you went up? No, not overly. I mean, I was going to my cousin's wedding that day in Great Yarmouth. Right. So it was more like, I've got to get in there very quick and get out. And get out, because yeah. I have to get to Great Yarmouth, you know? Yeah. So it was... Real life kicks. Yeah, so I wasn't that nervous but I but I was probably a little bit because I always get a little bit but um, for me I mean I do because before I mean touch wood now I'm fine I, I, I feel like they're manageable I know, like I'm, I'm always a little bit nervous but excitement's fired up in the same part of the brain apparently okay so I try oh, I to right. think of it that you know it's excitement as much as it is nerves yeah, yeah. but I do some NLP stuff I was gonna say because you mentioned this the other day to me and I was yeah. like oh this sounds interesting because I've heard of it but I don't think anyone's really explained it to me. yeah well it's I work with a guy that called Nick Dunning he's okay. an actor he was in Nick Dunning yeah he's, he's done so much him. stuff he was I've in the other uh, no, he was in the Tudors um, okay. He was in what's the one, uh, yeah. the Iron Lady, the film The Iron Lady. The Iron Man. The Iron no, the, the one I, about the Iron Filings. Margaret Thatcher. It, it would be the Iron Lady. It was the Iron Lady. Yeah, yeah. he was in that. He's, he's in so much stuff. He's very talented. Yeah. Okay. And he runs a thing called uh, so he does NLP for actors, right. and he really has helped me a huge amount in terms of getting to grips with my. Okay. Yeah. So. There's various things we do and various things that so I listen to like a little audio thing, my goal set. Um, so before a casting now I will set like I will try and picture that casting positively okay. going well. I write it down as well. I date like it, I time it. Yeah, I do a visualization thing and try and visualise that going well. And um, and I, 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 the minute when I started working with Nick and doing all that stuff, my commercial hit rate just went. Yeah, just well, not through the roof. I mean, you know. Well, I don't know. Not like you can't. Be. <laughs> I mean, um, and you get quite a few commercials that, that you fly abroad. To yeah, film. I get to go abroad a lot with commercials. Yeah, yeah. and then it's and nice. then they just you know we don't see them you in the UK. You don't see them necessarily, no, because yeah. they're not so always. Some of your best work. He's not seen. <laughs> He's not here. Yeah. Uh, no. But um, yeah. So my definitely. Because I used to be very nervous yeah, with commercials. Yeah, yeah. Commercials are a bit of a cattle market. You're in, you're out, yeah. it's fast. And you better be on it because you like, looks don't like have you. much time. Yeah, yeah, everybody looks like you. And you're in there very quick yeah. a lot of the time. So you yeah. don't have a lot of time to settle in. Yeah. So I used to get very nervous with commercial castings. But it, Nick's stuff, it coincided with the time where I was getting a lot of commercial castings. I got to practice using the techniques. Okay. The audio thing that he made really helps me. I listen to that. It's like a 20 minute long thing. Okay. I listen to it like the night Did before. he sort of calm you down? Is it sort of like meditation? Yeah, it, um, I think it's about positivity. It helps so it, soothe me. <laughs> yeah. And I just, it's just, everybody's different. And yeah. some people don't need to do that shit. I, I warm up before I go in for a casting as well. Oh, okay. So he taught me like a little warm up thing. I do a circle of confidence thing where I sort of imagine, and I, that's colour associated oh, okay. so for me my this confidence color is purple so you you imagine yourself bathed in sort purple of in a, I imagine yeah. sort of stepping into like this purple circle and yeah. I can sort of feel it if that makes sense yeah, it's hard yeah, to yeah. Yeah. yeah and I have different colors associated with different qualities so if it's for a part where I want to be sexy oh, okay. for me that's the color black what? Oh, um, cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. Um, but I don't often have to do that, luckily, because I don't really go <laughs> up for sexy you, stuff. Well, saying that. K12. K12. <laughs> K2 like is a one-time K12. thing. Yeah. That's got very a lot of sexy. views, actually. Yeah, I've no, I'm no it's doubt. Very well with it. yeah. yeah, it's got a lot just of views. Just your particular. <laughs> no, not my bit, but just generally the whole thing. Fast forward to about. One hour, 19 yeah, minutes is in. It one hour, is yeah, it? So and there's the a couple of scenes with me. One hour, 19. It's my first scene. You're in for a treat. <laughs> 
It's not really that. I don't do anything hugely sexy. But are you, oh, you're in more of it. I I'm in just, just two scenes. Yeah, that, but yeah. it's all in that area. It's, it's, it's not, all quite quick. There's a yeah. scene, then there's a little oh, bit of there, music and, then, and yeah, dancing, yeah. and then there's another yeah, I, scene. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. So, so, so you would. Okay, so you've got the color. So, oh, that's interesting. So I do I a color association color. with a, like a quality, and um, that's good. But some people don't need the shit. Some yeah, people just, so go, just in. go in. I never used to do it, but I never used to get. When I was younger, I, I don't think I. I was always a bit of a nervy person, and it'd yeah. be a bit up and down. But when, overall, when I was younger, I don't think I was as self-aware or as self-conscious. Right. And then in my twenties, in my mid-twenties, yeah. I think when Jeannie finished and all that kind of thing, I hit a little patch where I lost a bit of confidence and didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. And um, and so. I just sort of meandered around trying to sort of yeah. figure out what to do yeah. and then you know did match not found felt found it empowering doing my own stuff yeah. and did the NLP stuff and found it really helped me yeah. with my so that's good yeah. so you don't so you still get nervous but you channel that yeah. into more of a positive energy yeah and I've had to accept like one of the things Mick was talking about he said about what you resist persists so if you, oh, and one yeah. of my other teachers, Nikki yeah. Flack, she does this amazing, she does a course at the Actors Centre called Acting with Passion. Okay. And it's about like the body and being connected to your body and, you know, right. a lot of emotion and stuff is held within the body. And, yeah, 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 I believe um, that. Yeah, because a lot of this is kind of therapy. <laughs> no, it is, seriously. Um, I've always found that. Whenever I've done acting courses or certain acting exercises especially yeah because I, I train with David Johnson up in Manchester and I think I might have told you this um, we did something that was very potentially quite emo well yeah it was meant to be emotional it was we had to say we had to tell a story that actually did happen to us but nothing that's compromising you mm. so something that you would feel comfortable telling people yeah but it's meant to evoke an emotion, a strong reaction. Yeah. Because he wanted to see if you, if you could do that yeah. and be willing to be vulnerable, and and you can actually bring that emotion up. Yeah. Um, and I talked about when my mum had a stroke, because my mum had, you know, yeah. well, you know, my mum had a stroke. And it's it's quite amazing the memory because when you start reliving it. The emotions just naturally come because your your brain feels like it's happening again, and that is the power of the of the memory, isn't it? So, I, and and some people couldn't do it because some of it was just too much for them. Yeah. Um, but every time you kind of you know I cried and I got upset, but again I just saw it as therapy. It was like, <laughs> yeah, this is part of the process because yeah. it is. And I think with acting, it's then, it's almost like you do have to sort of turn emotions on and off, especially in film, because you don't get a lot of time for film and TV. Um, plays are slightly different because you get rehearsal time, don't you? But um, yeah, so, so it's almost like you have to find, I guess, shortcuts, to triggers. Yeah. 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 yeah but, but as long as you're sort of in control, so you're still having that real emotion. But you know that you've triggered you, it. You, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I guess that mm. that bit might not be as therapeutic, but the original genuine. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nikki, who does this, sort of, you know, this sort of body work. Yeah. I spoke to her about nerves and stuff, and she was like, "Don't fight them." She right. was like, "Embrace it." Yeah. Because yeah. she, 
you know, I think sometimes if you fight something, if you're like, it's like, don't think of the pink elephant or whatever, you know, yeah. people think of it. And I think, yeah, yeah. I, just, I think what I, what I did do originally was just fight very hard against being nervous. Okay. Yeah. And actually it makes it worse because then you're, you know, yeah. so actually if you just, <laughs> I, I've had to kind of accept like, oh, okay, I'm a bit of a nervy person. Yeah. It takes me while to feel you know yeah. I have to do t- techniques that probably other people don't need to yeah. do yeah. because that's well, every, just who I am yeah. yeah and especially learning lines as well because some people just they can look at a script pretty much just once or twice and they know it yeah I'm not like that anyone that's <laughs> acted with me <laughs> you know I'm not like that I'm not really like that, but I can yeah. learn lines fairly quick. Yeah, fairly but, I, but I haven't yeah. got a photographic. I can't yeah. just look at it once and know it. But yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. pick it up fairly yeah. fast. I like hand living. I know. <laughs> I like hand living. Although I was pretty spot on in Match Not Found. You were spot on, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of ad living in Match Not Found. Yeah. But you see, I, but I actually quite see the reason why I didn't ad lib too much with Match Not Found because I just knew you were on a tight turnaround yeah, with time. But I find that with ad living, that's where a lot of creativity can come. It frees come. you up a it bit. It frees you up. Doing a yeah. bit of improv. Yeah, yeah. You know, around the lines. Yeah, and, stuff. and yeah. I guess that's why, again, if it's my project, then I'm in charge. No one's going to tell me off. No, yeah. So it's like, because I have a little bit of a phobia of being told off, and it must stem back to when I was a kid. I always feel like someone's going to tell me off. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I, so yeah. I get very. Um, so I kind of, you know, have struggled in the past with authority figures because I, 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 even though they might not be trying, even wanting to tell me off, it's even in their brain. I just feel like that's their natural default. Yeah. That I'm in trouble. But I never really used to get in trouble a lot. But it was just something must have happened. Yeah. So it's almost like if I then work on my own projects. You don't have to worry about yeah, cause yeah. I, yeah, and then I'm not worried, and then I can be relaxed, and I can actually give a better performance, and, and you know, and, and, and I do find when I do murder mystery acting, again, you can improv, not necessarily in the scenes, because they're scripted scenes, um, although if an audience member shouts out, you can sort of reply and then carry on with the scene, but, um, but then you have to interact with the guests, yeah. and that's obviously when you're improvising in character, and that's what I really love, because... There's no restrictions as such, as long as you're in character and you don't give any, you know, false information out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've just gone off rambling there, like <laughs> I do. No, we're talking about nerves. So I was like, oh, yeah, what I was going to say, again, I know I've just been talking and it's meant to be you talking. No, but Because um, <laughs> it just sprung to mind, actually, because you're saying embrace the nerves. Because I had this experience where, and I just told you earlier, actually, where I was doing a feature, I was, I was uh, auditioning for a feature film there was a fairly big feature film and it was a fairly big, they were a big casting agent. And so for me in that period of my career, it was like, oh, this could be a big deal. And I, I was sort of nervous to begin with, but I was channeling it, I was ignoring it and I was just going with it and, you know, and they didn't give us any sides. They didn't give us any of the script beforehand, as in at home, we, we got it when we got there. And it's like, you know, we didn't have that long to prepare. So, we, but when I went in there, I started doing my thing. Yeah. I got so nervous actually doing the scene that my legs really just went to jelly. Just, and I'm sure they could see it, but I'm sure it felt worse than it looked. It, yeah. But how would how would I cope with that with NLP? Is there stuff that you can quickly do when you're in the moment? Putting you on the spot there. When you're in the moment. Yeah, because my legs, li- I thought Literally, I was going yeah. to, if I was going to embrace it, I should have started dancing to sort of. <laughs> I mean, the NLP stuff, a lot 
of it is prep to right, try and avoid getting to that point. But at the same time, yeah, there is stuff you could do. I mean, Nikki, the other lady, always talks about doing something physical to get oh, you out okay. of that. So she'd say do something physical, yeah. you know. But I think with sometimes I think it, you need to take a moment and just okay. breathe. Like it's to do with like I do some breathing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's hard when you're actually in that situation yeah. if it goes like it that. Just, it just it just it's really hard to. Yeah. And then they just went, and yeah. I thought, am I actually going to collapse? <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, it's funny. No, but it, yeah, no, yeah. it's hard when that happens yeah. and it's in the moment in the room. It's hard. That's Safe really to say, hard. I didn't get the part. No. <laughs> but you know, it's. I think that sort of thing. I mean, Nick's better than me. Obviously, I'm not a leader of it. Or no, anything. well, yeah, but no, no, I, no. I think with that, it's but all about it taking helps. a bit of a time yeah. out and, and just having a breathing moment and yeah. just sort of, you know. But it, that's it is hard. And, you know, I think most people will have experienced the thing of yeah. being a little bit overpowered by nerves at some point. You know. And so the other thing that I'm quite interested in that is is because you do courses from now now and again. Yeah. So do you do courses for the courses, or do you do courses for networking? Because I think a lot of acting is networking. It's networking. Um, and that's a mistake I've made. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the courses I've done are proper courses. Right. Occasionally I've met people through them though. So occasionally I've done courses. Unless it's like a casting director workshop, I don't really think of it as like a networking thing. I think of it as training. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do a lot of networking stuff separately anyway. Oh, okay. Only more so in the last few years. Like I yeah. go to things that like events. If I get invited to something yeah. and I'm able to go, I will. Like if it's, you know, to do film and that yeah. sort of thing. And I've met a lot of people through doing that I'm actually not found opened a lot of doors I met a lot of film say, people through because yeah. we did Rain Dance Film Festival I met a lot of directors yeah. and writers there and you get known as creating stuff and people yeah. think of you then as a creator as well as an actor yeah. and yeah. So suddenly found I got invited to a lot more stuff yeah Yeah. whereas good. like because people are wary of inviting actors to things because they're because you know you're gonna they just think oh they, they think, just oh, they're gonna pester me for a job yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so it's sort of to go in as a writer people are wary of you as an actor yeah. that's the difficulty with yeah. networking like it's nice but you don't want to bug people no sometimes maybe I'm I'm not very good at that because I don't want to bug people yeah, I don't like want to like <laughs> be annoying so yeah. sometimes I you could never be don't annoying. push myself oh, that's not true <laughs> that is true but, that is you know, not true sometimes true. I don't push things because I don't want to be annoying yeah you don't need that yeah person. but at the same time as an actor you know it's a fine balance yeah it's, it's a fine balance fine. you know I think yeah I, and I was very wary of that and again for me it's only in the last five years that I've gone Actually, what is networking? Let's have a look at that. It is just chatting to people about stuff you like doing. Yeah. And again, with with like with the patron, it's like you know, I, I, I've just sort of been dismissed of money. I've just gone, oh, you know. But actually, why shouldn't creators get paid for for what they do? Yeah. And and again, marketing. I was very wary of marketing. Oh, you know, it, it's evil. And then. Is it evil? Well. I've been getting some life coaching actually um, with uh, uh, a fantastic lady called Ellie. Um, oh, I've forgotten her name actually. It's Ellie McPherson, I think her name is. Let me just double check that on my phone. Sorry, Ellie, if you're going to listen to this. Um, I've just got e- Ellie, Ellie Life Coach. coach. <laughs> I think Ellie her. Life coach. Yeah, I think her surname is Life Coach. I think she's French. <laughs> no, um, but I think her name's McPherson. So yeah, I was going to try and give her a plug there, Aww. but but it was good. It has been very helpful because she we looked at marketing, and in a way, it, this applies to networking as well. 
because she was saying, well, because she goes, tell me about marketing. And, and I said, well, it's, you know, it's a bit evil, isn't it? Because you're trying to manipulate people to doing things, you know, and, and buy your stuff or whatever. And she said, okay, but what is it you offer? And I went, well, you know, for my Patreon, it's writing and, you know, um, short stories and, uh, you know, and, and I, you know, offer rewards for, for pledges and stuff like that. And she said, so is any of that evil that you're offering? I went, no. Hopefully people, I said, so do people want it? I said, well, hopefully, yeah, and people do want it. So she said, so where's the evilness here? And I went, oh, yeah, yeah of course. Because it's actually, it's not the marketing itself, it's what you do with it. You know, if I was if I was selling drugs and I was marketing drugs that were illegal drugs that were causing harm to people, then yeah, I'm using marketing for evil purposes. And it's the same with networking. It's like, actually, if I'm just chatting to somebody about what I like doing, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and that's kind of how it should be. So for me, that really helped. I don't know. That's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's good to know. Yeah, it's good. To yeah. I need the life coach. <laughs> you need a life coach. You do need a life coach. Well, I thoroughly recommend Ellie, Ellie life, coach. life Coach. Anyway, we're going to have a little, another uh, little break. Um, we're just going to stretch our legs, probably pop outside for a cigarette, although none of us Neither smoke. Neither of us smoke. <laughs> so that's going to be tricky. So, but before we do that, well, while we go and do that and try and look for a cigarette, none of us smoke, remember. Um, you're going to listen to another word from our sponsor. Want to impress your fellow fiends this All Hallows' Eve? Not sure which Teflon cauldron to buy. Uncertain if that new cloak will shrink in the wash. Here at Witch, we understand that your time is precious. That's why we've over 200 high priest and priestesses across Edra, expertly testing thousands of products so you don't have to. Turn your friends green with envy. Don't say what, say which. Hello, yes, we are back. Who'd have thought that there would be a herbal cigarettist seller <laughs> on the corner of the George Pub? There isn't, there isn't. I'm making that up. So, yes, we are back, and uh, I'm here with the lovely Katie Sheridan. Hello. Who some say she's so small, you can actually pick her up. Put her in your pocket. Put her in your pocket, exactly. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it's the same with Vicky. I only hang out with you two because you're smaller than me. Exactly. Although I am six foot two, as we all know. (laughs) So this section of the podcast is called Consider the Consequences. Yes, exactly. Don't worry, it's nothing dodgy. So basically I'm going to ask you six questions where, Katie Sheridan, you have to consider the consequences. Okay. Is this, what is this to do with? Is it anything in particular? Just a bit of fun. All right. No theme. She's very nervous. No theme. All right. Do you want to do a bit of prep work, a bit of NLP work before you no, start? No, it's fine. Let's no? just do it. Okay. <laughs> so, question number one. Uh, Katie Sheridan. I don't know why I'm saying her full <laughs> name. Right? Yeah. I should call that you from now on. Sheridan. Just, yeah, just Katie Sheridan. Okay. Would you rather have to read out loud every word you read, or sing everything you say out loud? Really random question. It's a really random question, but I know you like. What forever? Yeah, forever. I mean, both would be shit, wouldn't it? That's a bit much. But (laughs) But probably the singing one because I I, I sing a lot anyway. Yeah, but wouldn't people start complaining? They might, but I don't care. You don't care. You don't care. Probably the singing one. Would you then purchase lots of um, earmuffs for people? No, (laughs) I have a lovely voice. (laughs) 
Um, yes, there is a what episode you do sing in Genie, don't I you? I do in Genie in the House, yeah. yeah. I did, we did a few episodes. There's this one called I Feel Like Singing. Okay. There's a lot of singing in that one. Clues in the title. I sing in that. There was one called Fame School. I sing in that. Fame School? Yeah. Yeah. Fame School. <laughs> you like that? Um, what's the other one? The one about Mary Curie. Mary oh, Curie. Okay. And we sing in that. Yeah. So if you want to hear Katie singing, and I know you do, check out those episodes from Genie. Oh, so and Emma TV, we sing in that too. Oh, okay, Emma TV. Yeah. Right, and there we go. So Katie would rather sing everything you say out loud. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you're at the pub, yeah. and you'd have to go, I'd like a pint <laughs> of water. Please. Please. There you go. Yeah. Probably not as deep. No. Question number two. Okay. Would you rather 30... <laughs> would you rather 30 butterflies instantly appear from nowhere every time you sneeze yeah or I don't know this is amusing me so much or one very angry squirrel appear from nowhere every time you cough I mean why does the squirrel have to be angry he just is. He just is. Well, I'll go for the maybe, butterflies. Maybe, maybe he's been asleep and you coughing has woken him up and he's very angry. I'd go for the butterflies. Go for the butterflies. Purely because the squirrel's angry. Yeah. But the butterflies are just fine. The so butterflies, but, they, but they're flapping around a lot. They yeah. do eventually fly off. But yeah, so every time you see it. So as long as they're not going to land on me. <laughs> well, they might do. Uh, will the squirrel be angry forever? Uh, or will he be happy? He'd probably scamper off. And he'd be happy then. But it'd, it'd shake your little paws at you though. No, I'm really angry. Every time. But okay. Maybe I'm going to go with the butterflies. Going to go with the butterflies. The squirrel's angry. So when you sneeze. If the squirrel was happy, I'd rather go with the squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then everyone would. Yeah. Happy squirrels. Happy squirrels. Not angry squirrels. Right. So, but how many times do you sneeze if you were to sneeze to. I don't know. I only sneeze here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say sneeze. I've only sneezed three <laughs> times in my life. <laughs> I don't really know. Have I sneezed when today? When was the last time you sneezed? I, I think probably no, yesterday. You don't sneeze? I didn't sneeze today, but I sneezed no, yesterday. You I think. So you would have had 30 butterflies? Yeah. Interesting. I think I might go for the squirrel on that one. We do. Okay. Yeah, just to see his little angry face. And then, if, then, I, then so I'd try it once, yeah. and he would appear, and I'd go, whoa, and I'd back off a little bit, because yeah. you never know. Yeah. But then I would think up cunning ways to try and make him happy. Aww, I had a okay. little gift for him, like a little nut. Yeah, yeah. Little, nut. Little, little Snickers bar. Little nut. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is nuts questions. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is where this is where I guess normally on the podcast wonder what, what the hell <laughs> they're doing, <laughs> and, and can they just leave? Number three. Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere? Or be able to read minds. Oh, is she a gossip? Is she a See, that's a better question. That's a better. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's approving that question. Would I like to teleport somewhere? Yeah, you could, anywhere. 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 Or would I like to read minds? Can I switch it on and off with the reading minds? So I have to read it, listen to them all the time. Um, that's like what women want. It's a bit overpowering. It's a bit overpowering. <laughs> oh, is there a film that? What is that? What, what women, that is? Well, with what women want, you can just hear what women think. 
something happens oh, okay. to him, and then he can hear what women it's think. It's just white noise, though, isn't he, it? He can't, it's just a lot of noise. He's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. oh my god, and then he learns to use it for his own game. Oh, clever. Yeah, so it's like a romantic comedy. It's not a yeah. film, actually. Is it good? It's really good. Have it you sound, not seen it? it sound, Mel Gibson, Helen Hunt. I have heard of it. Yeah. It sounded terrible at the time. <laughs> it still it's sounds it's terrible. It's cracking, I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe the minds, maybe reading maybe minds. It's a bit intrusive, though, isn't it? It's a bit dodgy. Yeah. Teleporting nobody, anywhere. No, nobody would know time. you're doing it unless you kind of slipped up and gave, gave it away, though. Teleporting would give me time. Actually, well, it could be a good it could be a good career move for you because you could then set up as a mind reader on stage. Could, yeah. Maybe teleporting because it would save time. <laughs> she wasn't impressed with that idea. No, I'm, okay. I'm going to go with teleporting because it would save time. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you would save a fortune on bus fares travel. and petrol fares, wouldn't you? Yeah. And travel, yeah, and you wouldn't have the hassle of sitting in a stinky train no. and, or getting stuck in traffic in your car. No. So Although te- reading minds would be really handy. I don't know, actually. Yeah, oh, actually, because when you went, yeah, if you went for an audition, yeah. you would already well, Maybe know. I won't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I was they, nervous before. No, no, but, but, no but if you, if you walk in and you just hear, you can read their mind and went, oh, look at her, she's, not, she's terrible. Yeah. You just go, thank you very much, and you just walk out, just straight out. Yeah. You wouldn't have to waste time that way. That's true. It's a real toss-up. I'm not sure. That is it. Well, you have to pick one. Uh, we are considering them. <laughs> but also, yeah, I think... Is there an, okay, so is there a downside to teleporting anywhere? No. Is there a downside to reading minds? There potentially is, isn't there? Because you could read... Because you, yeah, read. a friend of yours might actually not be friends. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying that's the case. Yeah, I teleport. <laughs> Let's go with teleport. I, I think I go for teleport. All right, teleport. Yeah, yeah. because um, again, you're in HMV. Teleport. You've just been recognised. <laughs> You've just smashed over a big, big, big pile of DVDs. Yeah. And then you can maybe nick them on the way. Okay, would you rather be completely invisible? For one day, or be able to fly for one day only. So fly. this is a one instant. You didn't have to think about yeah, that. Yeah, I want to fly. That yeah, really cool. Yeah. Just yeah, but you can get on a plane. <laughs> That's not the same. It's not the same. I don't like going on planes. You don't. Not really. No. So you, uh, okay. So where would you fly then? Just in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Just see if the Care Bears are there. <laughs> I love the Care Bears. <laughs> Just go and see what they're up to. Just in the clouds. Yeah. Nowhere in particular. I just go and fly around. It'd just be really around. fun. I might go somewhere in particular, I guess. Don't know. Okay. Depends if it's sunny, I maybe go to the coast. It doesn't say how fast you can fly, so. No. Yeah. I don't know how. You should go, to, yeah, go somewhere nice. When I was go to young, Spain for the Go to Marbella for the day. Marbe- when I was little, you know, at Christmas time, you'd ask your mum and dad, like, you yeah. know, you'd give a list for Santa. Yeah. And one year, I asked for a magic carpet. Because I thought I could get one, you know, because of Aladdin. Yeah, and I bet your mum and dad went, great, that's one less so present we have to get. I was disappointed when it didn't come. And then Santa wrote me this letter being like, I couldn't find a magic carpet anywhere. And I was like, it's meant to build it. He's yeah, not meant to exactly. He's like, got bloody elves to help him. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't Do you know make what? sense. I think, I think that's just bad parenting. <laughs> so, that's you what know. that is. They got me a lot of other stuff instead. I would, <laughs> if it was me, I would have just got you a rug. And said, "Are oh, you doing it wrong?" <laughs> and then give the child a complex, yeah. thinking that they're thinking useless. That they're useless. Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> so you would fly. Do you ever dream that you're flying? No. You've, you've never dreamt. Oh, I don't think so. I have those dreams all the time. Really? Yeah. And the way I fly in my dreams is I do the breaststroke. Yeah. 
So I'd sort of jump up and I'd start doing the breaststroke. Oh, right. Because that's me going, like, pulling the air. Yeah. So I'm flying. Yeah. And I've had some wonderful flights. Oh. Yeah. Um, nice. And also, I kind of wake up and for that split second, I really think they're real. But then I started reading about astral projection. Have you heard about astral? Yeah. Which is, you know, your, your soul actually can leave your body. And it is you. And you do actually go and fly. And there's people in operation, when they're having operations, that claim that they've had an out-of-body experience and they're looking down on the operation and they can tell what's on top of cabinets that they wouldn't normally be, that are taller than normally they are. And they're like, how do I know what's up there? How does that work? So I think there's something in that. So maybe you could regularly fly and you'd see my soul whizzing past as well. Okay, so the next question is, would you rather know all the mysteries of the universe, that's quite a biggie, yeah. or know every outcome of every choice you make? Every outcome of every choice really? I make. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I'm so, I'm so like... When you want to know how Stonehenge has been made. No. No, forget that. No, because I'd rather... Some things are meant to be mysteries. So if it's a mystery of the okay. universe, that's meant to be a mystery. But for me, I agonise over decisions. So if I could You're know the outcome indecisive. of decisions, yeah, I'm really indecisive. So right. for me, if I could know the outcome of decisions, that would be like make life a thousand times You'd easier. You'd actually be able to sleep at night. Actually, a billion times easier. Yeah, I'd be able to sleep. So for you, you 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 really know your mind because you you have to, well, have to really think about that. Don't yeah, you? no. Um, <laughs> you really know your mind. <laughs> no, 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 you do, because you instantly just went, yeah, every outcome of every choice you make. Yeah. So you would, I guess it makes planning a lot easier, It would make planning it? so much easier. And you would sort of go... Um, then you just wouldn't make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should I date that bloke? No. No, he's rubbish. <laughs> he's a dick. Because I know what's going to happen. No, I mean, I would have missed out, I'd, live, I'd have lived a very different life. I would have missed out on a... But would have missed out on dating various people for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and maybe, yeah, yeah but maybe, maybe I was meant to learn from that. Well, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, would it be? Would life become too easy? Is there such a thing? Is there such do you want an easy life? Easy. Yeah, I do. I, want an easy <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just want money. I just want an easy life. And an easy I life. I just want to be yeah. And fame and Toblerone. Happiness. I just don't. I don't see the point. In and I just want to watch episodes of Rod, Jane, and, and Freddie <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to think there's a downside to knowing every choice you make. I think it would be that you don't learn stuff through yeah. making some bad decisions. Yeah, because you wouldn't learn from your mistakes, yeah. would you? No, but so that's you, fine. Yeah, I'm just that's there with fine. That. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah, because you would say, should I take that film, should I not take that yeah. film, is it? It yeah. would save me a lot of time. I ponder time. a lot. I ponder a lot ponder. of stuff. You're a yeah. ponderer. I'm a real ponderer. I'm a warrior, ponderer. <laughs> yeah. A midnight. Yeah. Okay, so the last question is then, would you rather be born again in a totally different life or born again with all the knowledge you have now? So you kind of, I guess... Wow, that really depends on the life that you're born again with, doesn't it? If you're born again with a shit life, that <laughs> sucks. If you're born again and everything's like super duper amazing, yeah. then that would be cool. So because I don't know what the born again new life would okay. be, I'd rather just be born again with just the knowledge. So, oh, with oh yeah, with just with the knowledge. Yeah, because at least I know where you I'm go, at. You go, oh okay, but then it's still it, my life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't specify that, but yeah, you, yeah. That's why I read that. Is that you'd come back and you'd live your life again, 
and you'd go, oh, right, in a couple of years' time, this is going to happen. As long as it wasn't shit, yeah. yeah. But then if you combine that with, you know every outcome of every choice you <laughs> What a life. Steal that special ability on the way through. Yeah. Then, yeah, God, imagine that. So you live your life, you've made yeah. mistakes, then you can be reborn with the knowledge you have now. Yeah, but knowing the outcome anyway would sort of negate that because you wouldn't need the knowledge. But I think that's I think that's kind of reincarnation anyway, isn't it? Because if you come back, let's say reincarnation is real, I kind of believe in reincarnation. Do you believe in reincarnation? Um, I don't know. It's like a little bit. I think stage of view and things like that, I think probably. Yeah. But, but, so, but I think that, yeah, so if you come back down, okay, yeah, you don't live the same life, do you? But I feel like some people are just wiser. Yeah. They're wiser they souls. The time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's almost like some bits somehow are, are kind of still there. Yeah. But they've lo- so they've kind of wiser straight away. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to just sort of being naive and then learning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you would rather, yeah, would I rather be born again in a totally different life? I guess, I guess the other question, yeah, the other little way to look at that is, have I enjoyed this life? Yeah. And do I want to rerun it? Yeah. Or do I think... I mean, until you get to the, close to the end of it, you wouldn't 100% know. No, that's Depends right. Depends what happens. Because you don't know what happens, yeah. Because yeah. you go... So I guess I'd really want to make that decision down the line. Yeah, oh, right. oh, wow. Yeah. It's too late. It's too happening late. now. It's happening now. So you are, but you do want to go for born again with all the knowledge you have now. Probably. So what would you change then? You don't have to be too personal if you don't want to. What would I change? <laughs> yeah. Because you would know. You would think, oh. Hmm. What would I change? <laughs> yeah. That you want to talk about, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know if I would actually change that much, funnily enough. Okay, interesting. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, I made some bad decisions. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have moved from my kids' agent when I did, that was a bad decision. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but at the same time, you know, maybe it meant. Maybe you Yeah, maybe I was from meant it. to yeah. learn from that. Um, I probably wouldn't have dated certain people that I dated. Okay. But then again, you might not have grown. Yeah, and, yeah, and enjoyed it at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm missing something big, <laughs> yeah, actually. You know when you feel like oh, I'm yeah, missing something really yeah. big here. Well, I put you on the spot, so. I feel like I'm missing something big. Well, you have to think because I my thing that I realised I think I would I would change would be for me to to crack on as early as possible with the creative stuff I want to do yeah I sort of just felt like I had all the time in the world yeah so I you know I remember writing I wrote like a, a novel of like 30,000 words it was like a kids novel when I was about 17, 18 and I kind of ran out of plot so I just sort of gave up yeah and I should have pursued it I should have yeah. carried on going and, or at least written another one and then so I really wish I'd pushed my creative careers back in my early 20s you know or teens yeah. to then you know let's say it takes 10 years hard slog to get anywhere yeah. you know to get a, a literary agent and to you know get because my writing is improving and all of that so then I would have been say 30 
when say my first book got published and was actually in the bookshops and was you know was a big deal because then then you feel like okay then from 30 to 40 and 40 to 50 you're really honing it and then you're having more and more bigger success whereas I'm sort of doing it now I guess with my acting it was about 10 years ago so I was about 35 so it's I'm like I always feel like I'm 10 years behind yeah so it's like and with my writing now it's like hang on I should be focusing on my writing which is partly why I did all this Patreon to really help me focus with it but potentially if it takes 10 years to find a publisher and a literary agent and all of that then it's like wow I'm going to be like you know 55 <laughs> literally <laughs> retiring yeah. I think I know what you mean I, yeah. I, with the writing with that's not found I could have done that earlier yeah, yeah I could have done that, that earlier yeah. yeah I could yeah Yeah. and I should have started creating some of my own stuff earlier mm. yeah that would be something I probably would yeah. change, yeah. But then again, I uh, but, but again, I mean, I went to university for English literature when I was about 20... I was a mature student. I was about 22, 23. And I sort of then think, yeah, OK, again, I've gone later than most people who are about 18. But I don't think I was ready for it. So again, emotionally, maybe I wouldn't have been ready for it if I'd gone earlier. So maybe I'm exactly on time and where I should be. Yeah. Yeah. Just what I mean. Yeah. So. When things happen yeah. for a reason. I think they the do. That they have to. I think they actually do. So there we go. Okay. Well, I think yeah, that's all six questions. Did you enjoy that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. yeah. They are quite funny. They are quite um, random as well. They are quite random, yeah. which is what I like, yeah. which is exactly how my brain works. <laughs> That's why they call me the random. They don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. The random the random kid so that's yeah so we're going to wrap it up now um, it is getting a bit lively in the pub it is getting a bit lively it's all kicking off yeah uh, I really hope I really hope there's going to be karaoke singing <laughs> or, or a magician <laughs> yeah, a magician would be great yeah we could do it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we could do it well there we go so thank you so much to everybody that's listened thank you yeah exactly and uh, thank you Katie for joining me you're very welcome thanks it's, for having me it's quite alright it's been fun so yeah if you want to check out any of Katie's stuff the genie in the house match not found genie in the house genie was a long time ago yeah. <laughs> a long time, time. check out when I was yeah. 10 no not yeah. 10 oh and K12 K12 is out now you're in Doctors you're in an episode yeah. of Doctors Together, Together. oh yeah there's a f- oh yeah we a didn't even films. talk about them no there's a few you're in a films. horror film I'm in a horror film it's yeah. called Heretics slash The Convent in the US it's called The Convent The Convent over here it's called Heretics it's called Heretics I forgot Together is the film about Peter Bowles and Sylvia oh, Sims yeah. check that out that's check on that Amazon they're both on Amazon actually I think yeah they're both on Amazon. So K12 is on Amazon. K12. K12 is free on Amazon. I know. Well, K- yeah, it's on YouTube. And YouTube, That's yeah. how I found it. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, what is this? And what is this? Wait, who, who is this young singer? <laughs> is, is she famous? <laughs> Apparently she is. She's very famous, is yeah. She? yeah. Well, she's very well known. She's got a lot of, I lot of fans. I didn't know that. Who, what, what's her name again? Melanie Martinez. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. The surname, I don't yeah. totally know how to pronounce it's, it. You're getting to the age now where you're sort of not really knowing who the pop stars are No, anymore. I'm not really down <laughs> with the kids. No, exactly. <laughs> I like her songs, actually. The yeah. one that's near my scene, the recess song, I really like it. Yeah. It's really catchy. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought it was pretty catchy. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. So thank you, yes, thank you so much. And remember, you can support the show by going to www.patreon.com slash krvoiter. 
And Voiter is spelled V O Y T E R. Hashtag Voiter. <laughs> Hashtag Voiter. Exactly. Just like shouting that out. Exactly. And obviously, you can catch me on my YouTube channel, which is The Bottled In. Check it out on YouTube. That's all we got time for. And may the magic of storytelling flow through you always. always. <laughs> I just wanted to join in. I know, everybody does. <laughs> Sorry, you're a bit loud. That's alright, you be as loud as you like. <laughs> loud is good. The Tales from Edra podcast was recorded live from the George Inn in Eton, Windsor, with your host and creator, K.R. Boiter, and special guest, Katie Sheridan. This month's show was sponsored by Witch Consumer Rights Association, the King's champion in product reviews for over 300 years. K.R. Boiter would like to thank Katie Sheridan, the locals and staff from the George Inn, and a wondrous thank you to Colin Middleton for writing the sponsor's adverts. You can support the show by visiting www.patreon.com slash krboiter, and why not visit talesfromedra.com to find out more about Ken, his fancy writing, and the Tales from Edra creative projects. May the magic of storytelling flow through you, always. <laughs>